Welcome to the doghouse. We do not have Phil with us tonight because he's getting his back waxed, but he will be back with us next week. He, and, he, wait a minute, and then there's no he. That's wrong. What, what's he, he had, getting? His he can't be getting. His, he cannot be getting his back waxed because that, that he has that set up for every April and every October. So I don't know what's going on there. Oh, well, maybe he's got a hot date coming up, and he needs that, to. Uh, he, that yeah. is possible. He needs to take off the squatch cover. So, <laughs> but but anyway, so he's not going to make it with us tonight. So we, we're going to have to be extremely belligerent towards each other, just so everybody gets the feeling that it's like Phil's around, right? Well, kid, I just can't do it. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> okay. Feel, does that make you feel more at home? Uh, yeah, more or less. <laughs> More or less. But anyway, we're uh, we're coming in and Phil's going to miss this because we got coming up the we just went through, actually, the penultimate round of MotoGP. It's that time of year. It It is that time of year and we're getting ready to wrap up and we're going to wrap up next weekend in Valencia. Um, Actually, nothing in in Moto2 for anybody to get excited about. No, um, obviously. Acosta yeah, decided he doesn't want to race anymore. He doesn't want to get hurt. I'll bet he got the, you know, don't push it instructions. Oh, no. But yes, you know I'm what sure. now? You know what now, Warren? Now you're thinking that. You know what will happen? He'll be he'll be back on Spanish soil next week, and he'll want to win a hometown he crowd. And he'll, right? <laughs> you won't pick him. And, no, I picked him this week because I thought he had one more race in him, and then it just to prove that, you know, he is the man. And then he'd back off for the rest of the season. Yeah, I had kind of thought that he had been given the, hey, look, you got nothing to win. But he actually does. He has had an opportunity. He still does has an opportunity to win the record for the most ever points achieved in the in Moto2. Well, he won't if he rides like that again. Uh, yeah. What did he end up finishing? In like sixth? Sixth or seventh, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I don't know if it's still within reach the uh, record for points in Moto Two. I would have to go not, back and may look. May not be. It may not be based on that finish. But um, so there is. What, ha- there is and what happened? Which And what happened to Joe Roberts? Fastest um, lap time ever. Yeah. Pole position. Yeah. Well, you know, it, you know, <laughs> if you, you start out front, you no one, everyone has to get past you. Yeah, and then you run out <laughs> of tires. Did. And then you run out of tires is what happened to him. He just ran out of tires, right? So I guess it, in order to get that bike to be able to perform as well as it did, he had to basically burn up the tires. And he did, and he ended up getting, what, about seven laps, and then there were no tires left, basically, and he just started drifting back. So yep. All the way back. I felt bad for him, and, and you know, because I was really rooting because he looked he had actually been doing really well all week long. And, uh, and of course, you know, he qualifies on the pole. Uh, he had a little help on the qualifying for the pole, but, um, because hey, his, his happens. record was broken, but there was a penalty associated with it, but mm. that's the rules. Right. Um, but in the race, I think he, his thought was get out front and stay out front and don't let anybody pass you. And that works really well until you have no rear grip and then everybody passes you pretty much. He didn't. Hey, even, he how you to, doing? Yeah, oh, gonna, here comes somebody yeah. else. How you doing? Did he manage to finish in the top ten? Was he out of the top ten? I don't know. I have in front of I'd me where he finished. Look. I'd have to. Go I think he might have fallen out of the top ten. He might have finished eleventh or twelfth. But in any case, um, 
it shows he, that he's got the talent, yeah, but not necessarily the schooling that he needs on tire pre- preservation. It doesn't help is, to lead. There's one piece of good news for American racing, though. And Phil. And Phil. <laughs> OnlyFans is going to sponsor him again next year, so they must have liked what they saw. He's, and, he's, instead he's of Phil liking what he sees. <laughs> he's cute. Yeah, well, it's the other way around, right? They pay Joe Roberts to ride. But anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, Joe Roberts has got the talent, but someone needs to tell him that you better be leading by about 10 seconds if you're going to run out of tire seven laps in, right? You better be way down. Oh, you yeah. better. Yeah more, yeah. more than 10 seconds. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But um, yeah, he's got to learn a little bit about uh, preservation of tires. Um. But he could have had the same. Now the hot the hot guy in in Moto Two is Aldegar. I mean, I think I picked him two weeks in a row, and he's won two weeks in a row because I think right now he's got a reason to push and to risk everything because he's got no seat. He's got no seat, you know, in Moto GP for twenty twenty two twenty twenty four. There's several folks with no seats for twenty twenty four. Yeah, but I mean, this guy was a real hot prospect. Remember, a few weeks ago, he was going to get the Repsol Honda ride, which I yep. think, thank God, he didn't get, right? Because I think that, you know, that's um, that a killer. As, that would yeah, have killed him. As, yep. um, yeah, possibly as, literally. Possibly as, literally. Yeah, as Mir knows, and I guess Luca Marini is about to find out, that riding a Repsol Honda is pretty much tantamount to, you know, jet skiing without uh, water. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so it looks like Luca, Luca Marini is going to go to Repsol Honda. Both sides have said that, yes, that they have come to terms, but there is no contract sign yet, which is kind of weird. I'm not sure what that's all about. But part of what might, what might be is what you had heard about Repsol Honda, right? The news item yes. you came across. Repsol Honda is losing one of their main sponsors, Red Bull. And yep. Red Bull may be following Mark Marquez to Gassini. Grassini. Grassini. Gassini. Yeah, Genis. some some Cini. Say some Cini. There's some Cini out there. Yeah, I when you when you told and me that, I said that's huge news. That's, that's monster that's hu- news. Huge, huge oh, news. That's monster news. That is monster news. But then <laughs> they probably wouldn't like you to say that. Um, well, hey, if you don't want me to say that. Sponsor our show, and then I won't say it. Yeah, uh, there's probably that's probably easily millions of dollars of money lost for oh. um, for HRC. I'd be willing. And to remember, this season started out with the rumor that was never denied by Repsol that if HRC did not improve that bike dramatically, that they would look at terminating their partnership Agreement. with. Yeah. So that's still what happened. If yeah, if if you they lose Repsol and they were and now we know they're going to lose Red Bull. I uh, I don't see any way they continue because Honda's not going to pick up the tab. They got the money, but they're not going to pick up 100 percent of the tab. They need a big sponsor they would, or more. But the only way they could stay around is if Honda did pick up a tab because no no major sponsors are going to go for Marini. That's the problem. I think you're right. I think that's exactly the problem. That's probably why Repsol pulled out because they they're they're you know what do you have. You have Joanne Mir, who's a past champion, but he hasn't done anything since he won the championship on Suzuki. No one's one done year. anything on this Honda. No, 
Mark yeah, Marquez, well, he has actually. I mean, Joe Joanne Meir has done something on the on the the Honda. He's repaired. He's repaired about. Yeah, I was going to say he he's repaired about fifteen bones, and the Hondas are repaired about thirty bikes. Right? Yeah. So set the um, team record for most crashes. I I don't quite understand why, and it was confirmed by um by um you know by uh mooney vr6 that he was leaving mooney vr6 but you got to wonder why would he lose a why would he leave a proven albeit you know one year old ducati to go and ride a, a proven rider killer did he you know like to the, get the, out from like underneath his brother's shadow well half brother and so he only has to get uh, under half his shadows technically to, to accomplish <laughs> that but um I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't think so. I think what it was, he wanted to go to a factory team, right? And Mooney's not a factory team. So, I mean, and it's not apparently, even a satellite. It's a second-tier satellite. Apparently, Repsol Honda is not a factory team either. Based, well, by, on, performance. based on performance, yes, I would agree with that. Based on performance, they aren't. But since they have the, the the word Honda on the bikes, technically they are right. So LCR Honda has Honda on the bike, yeah, that's <laughs> and they're not point. much, and they're not much better. <laughs> well, is is L, LCR Honda doesn't even exist anymore, right? They're in they're in World Superbike, right? Yeah. Well, that that is that's a production Honda, so in World Superbike, it doesn't so. do very well either. No, I mean, there's a lot of there, Hondas out there. Not there doing the, well. I was going to say there's not a Honda that's doing well in any in any of the classes except right for, now except for mo uh motocross dirt yes bikes. yeah in their right. dirt bikes are the well i mean the, you know then you deep. i imagine that probably you'd have a better chance of staying on the, the honda 450 than you would on the <laughs> repsol honda right even, even if you throw in 60 foot jumps <laughs> even if you, that's right so anyway, so um, that would be interesting because if Red Bull leaves and they possibly are joining Grissini, then that kind of addresses the uh, Mark Marquez is not getting paid in 2024 because oh, he'll say, fine, right? You know, Red Bull will pay me. Yeah, I was going to say, anyone who didn't, it is quite possible that he wasn't going to get paid by the team. He was right. not going to not get paid. No, of course not. There's no, yeah, of course not. So who knows? But, um, I would imagine that probably the last couple of weeks has been very bolstering for Mark Marquez for his prospects for 2024 because of how well Alex has been doing. Oh, Alex yeah. has been very competitive the last couple of weeks. So, but you know, as we we mentioned it, it, for MotoGP, we had what our eighth winner of the season. So, I think we're approaching a record on that too. If somebody yeah. else, if another person did it, I think we might break the record. Fabio Di Norado. What? No Rido? <laughs> He's got no Rido in 2024. <laughs> yeah, he won the race. So Norado no is looking good, but not I, looking good enough for somebody else to pick him. I kind of, you know, I really thought when I was watching that race, it was going to come down to a last lap thing. And I would have given Bagnaya the advantage in that just from an experience standpoint. But the problem, the problem was he, he picked a bad time to, to try and, uh, Pass. Yeah, he went. You know, DG Antonio. And then when he tried to went so wide, I, I'm almost surprised he didn't fall back to third. He went so wide. Well, he the reason he went so wide is that 
when Giantonio came back across his path and he, he was in the right spot. He had the, he had the, the right from where he was cause they weren't side by side at that point. Um, they, he had too much speed. There was yeah. no way he was going to do it. So he just went ahead and ran off. I think that was a smart move on his behalf. First of all, it saved 20, it saved 20 points. Right. Yeah. If he had pushed any harder, they probably both would have gone down. And then he it was should not, as soon as Dino Rado got past him, he should have just took a deep breath and said 20 points. Yeah. Well, I think that's what the team was saying. I mean, they would have loved him to get the extra five points. But what we should talk about is we should talk about from that race what's been going on with, you know, Jorge Martin, who had a miserable week. It wasn't just he won the sprint. But he was, but he was, well, he, had ha- he same, was having problems all week long with, with the uh, rear tire traction. All he had week the long. same tires that Joe Roberts did. So. Exactly. Yeah. That, which, I, I which he had, he had the, well, what he had is, <laughs> if I remember correctly, he had hard rear and a hard front. He ran the hard rear and the hard front, but his problem was the rear tire, not the front. But if you watched, he, um, and it could have been sand for all we know on the track. I mean, it's pure speculation, so I'm not going to say it was. He's rode he the same track everyone else did. He exactly. He was on the same track as everyone else. He lit up that tire on the start. Did you see that? Oh yeah, he left a thirty or forty foot long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, burn he, mark. He, he lit up that tire. So that probably when that tire was not up to temperature at that point, that probably. And I think what we're going to find out because he after the race he made a comment that it's a shame that a bad tire. Again, what did he mean by bad tire? But that a bad tire is going to decide the championship. Yeah, I was uh, also surprised he didn't complain about the the light because it was red an awful long time before yeah. it went before it went dark and they. Took I've seen off. that. I've seen that a few times though. It, yeah, it was it was not, a long it was regular. a long red, but I think the decision and when and when to drop that is based on a number of factors. It's not just that, right? So it's some it's some sort of guideline that they have to make sure that I guess the guys that wave the green flag to get off have all cleared the the track and are behind the wall before they they go they let the red light well, see, out. I but, thought that and I backed it up and looked. He was mm-hmm. that guy was well off the track. So both of them. There's two. There's yeah. one on the front, one on the back. Yeah, both of them are well off I, the track. I, I don't I don't know. I'm just like I said, like I'm purely speculating, but I've seen long reds before. I don't think that was they're not, you know, that it's awful. definitely not the average, but no. it, w- it was definitely on the longer side. I would agree with that, but that's, you know, everybody had the same light. Everybody got the same red light on the track, right? Yeah, he burned the tire up. Yeah. He burned the tire up. Start. Not just then he got that bad start. Um, and then when he got that bad start, then he had to keep pushing cause he was mid pack. He dropped all the way out of the top 10 when that happened. He spent most of the race around 12, I think. Um, that's where he, yeah, he finished. 10th he finished 10th yeah okay so um yeah whatever i mean you know when you're mid-pack and you're trying to get break break fight your way to the front you're gonna burn up anybody's gonna burn up a tire so um whatever i mean the tire probably yeah i mean you know who knows was that the ideal tire for the track conditions i don't know but there were lots of other people on it i think I think the one thing that he did and it wasn't his problem was that he had chosen and i think it was probably a good decision to go hard front hard rear and I think he did that because he thought it was going to give him better braking towards the end of the race. And I would agree with that, but that wasn't his problem. His problem was rear grip. And he, well, he you know, he, he did the that, he tore it thing. up at the start. He well, he definitely started doing it. You know, the temp tire wasn't up at the temperature, and he probably left he probably left um, you know, uh a few centimeters, I mean millimeters worth of uh 
tire on the track at that oh, point. So the tire at that right, and the tire probably superheated he, at that point when yeah, it's he burned like that, he burned right? off ten laps of uh, tire. He, he in, might in he, he, he might have, but he had problems right from there. He never he never got going very good. And apparently he said he was having retire problems the whole time. It could be that start, but he had retire problems the whole week. So it wasn't just one tire. He complained. Anyways, Michelin came out um, after the race and made a comment that, and I guess this is the way they do it, that all the tires that are used, right? So all the hards, all the mediums, um, all the tires that are used during the race are all done as part of one run. So there's no, difference right in the compounding of the tires they're all identical of the same tire yeah, right that's the way i understood it yeah and they do testing right they, they'll pull one out of the uh, out of the the batch they made and they do all kind of stress testing on it and everything to make sure and if they find any problem with it at all the whole batch goes away so they said they don't believe it, it was um a defective tire that does not mean that that tire wasn't spent it doesn't mean that when he lit the tire up on the starting line that the tire wasn't pretty much done at that point. They're not saying that, but now they're going to do an investigation. They got his tire. They have his rear tire, and they're going to do well, an investigation. It look sounds at a lot Dixon's. like sour grapes. I, that sounds like sour grapes to me. He made a mistake on the start, or there was some sand, and who knows. But he basically destroyed that tire pretty much by the end of the first three laps, I think. And you know, to come in 10th place is... I think pretty admirable and rather than whining about it, but he didn't lose the championship. He's not mathematically out. He's just no. got a tough hill to he, climb. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he has to have help. A lot of help. He, well, he doesn't need any help other than he, what he, what he needs to do is make, well, the help well, would be to take Bagnaya out because the problem is he's behind by 21 points. Yeah. Right. There's 37 points left. Yeah. Right. He, available. He, yeah, he's he needs Bagnaya to have a make a mistake. He needs he needs Bagnaya to have a race like he had, yeah. right, and get a tenth place. Um, but the other thing is, if Bagnaya and this, I think when you say this, it means it's not going to come out really well. If Bagnaya wins the sprint, it's over. Yeah. So, but um, well, I know that's not totally true. If he wins this, I think if he wins, if he wins and, sprint, and he's finishes off the podium in the sprint that he wins the championship. Yeah. But if pretty he wins much. the sprint, it's pretty much done, right? It's pretty much I mean, done. He, he, he can probably, he can still probably finish off the bike. He probably finished somewhere around 10 and still win the championship. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's, I, that's 15 points, right? 10th is 15. Uh, no, 10th is not 15 points. Not even close. Third, third is, um, I mean, fourth is 13 oh, points. Yeah. Yeah, so it can't be fifteen. It's it's very few. I don't think he can do that. I think uh, I think what they I think what they said was that if he finishes on the podium in the race, then I think he has it locked up. Um, whether whether he wins it's the sprint his, or not, it's his race to it's his championship to lose at this point. Yeah, which is not a good position for Bagnaia to be in. I would be honest with you; it's not a good position for him to be in. Because, you know, he knows exactly what he does. Yeah. I'm sure they've told him this is exactly what you need to do. Don't try to do it anymore. Well, you know what happens is when you don't push as hard as you should push, that's when you usually make mistakes, right? So mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how it's going to go, but I'll tell you what, I'd rather be in Bagnaya's shoes than in Martin's shoes right now. Yeah, because Martin's going to have to push. He's going to have to win the race. Yeah, you know, 
I maybe Jorge Martin's always been like this and he just hasn't gotten as much press because he wasn't in years past on the podium that many times this year. He seems like his head might've swollen up a bit based on the fact that he was winning all these sprints and he won, you know, he won a fair number of the races, the races as well. He's got this thing in his mind that I'm the fastest racer on the track and you know, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Well, yeah, well but you got to be, that's probably true, but you need points. Right, you win by points. You don't win by being the fastest rider on the track. So, um, as as Phil likes to say, you're always fastest before you wreck. <laughs> so, so Dion, Tono, Antonio, give it up, Phil. Phil can say Antonio. He D D. Okay, we're gonna do this. Okay, we're gonna do a phonetic look for you. D G Antonio. D.G. Antonio, he won the go. race, but he doesn't have a ride. Bagnaglia <laughs> won the race, uh, finished second, and he's going to probably win the championship. Yep, and probably. Luca Marini finished in his last podium ever. <laughs> no, you don't know about this coming up race. He's got one more. He's oh, got, okay. I think that's two podiums in a row for Luca Marini, too. I think so, I think so as well. Yeah, he, so he, may have a, he may have <laughs> a chance for one more podium, but after that, he's done. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty, pretty, pretty much. And then it's like, you, you just start checking how your health insurance is, right? You know? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, you know, look, um, if I can't fault the guy, if he took the ride with Honda because the paycheck was something you couldn't turn down, I, I, I'd be, I'd, I'd be a total liar if I said I haven't taken a job for money. So I can't, you know, <laughs> And any job that I've taken for money, it wouldn't even, you know, be pocket lint for these guys. Right. But, um, you know, hey, if you can get someone with big pockets to give you a big contract, I hope they didn't. Uh, they, I hope they didn't. What I hope they didn't do is is loaded up with incentives because you're not going to achieve anything on, no. that, on that bike. Right. No. But other than those top three, two of them. Do you think satellites. he gets, do you think G. Antonio gets. Uh, he gets a seat. No, you don't really don't don't think he's. I don't think so. Where is, he, where, where is there a seat even available? Well, um, what about the seat that's being vacated by Luca Marini at uh, you know, a VR that VRC, isn't, VRC, that, VRC, isn't that VRC. the seat that Acosta or one of the Moto Two guys are already got locked up? Not Acosta, maybe Arbolino. I think there was uh, yeah, rumor that Arb. There was rumor that Arbolino would get that, um, but I don't think he's going to get it. Uh, that's my prediction. I could be wrong. I think he's going to stick stick around with a chance to win the Moto Two Championship next year. I also think um, that the pull's not there. I, I I just you know Acosta's going to the Gas Gas team, right? He's going to the Gas Gas KTM, right? right? Yeah. So um, I don't know if it's been look. There's a there's at least three seats that ha are not official yet, meaning contracts haven't been signed. So I find it hard to believe that a guy who, who won, yes, there were eight winners in MotoGP this year, but. And he's had a couple good outings as well. He's, he's one of those eight. So it's, it's, it's still a pretty small class and the rest of them already have seats. All the other seven winners have seats already. So I would find it hard to believe he's not going to get a seat. I think it would be foolish. He's very, very young. And he's clearly a talented rider. So there you go. That's Ken's prediction. He gets the seat.
Well, I'm sure. But can you put that seat. in the book of yeah. no accountability? Book of please? no accountability. Yeah, <laughs> he will get a seat. Maybe a Moto three. Maybe mo- no, no, no. He, there's no way you win. You win a Moto GP. You're not. He's not going to do that. <laughs> right. I do want to mention one thing, and it's kind of out of the Moto GP realm. But there's this there's this raging battle going on right now between um, Johnny Rea and Ducati. Oh, what's in that? What's going on now? So Johnny Ray is just all over how unfair it is, right? How unfair the situation John, is. Now remember, they're Johnny getting Omaha. just so everybody knows, it's already been announced that they're getting a weight penalty on um Bautista's bike. Because you know, Bautista weighs like a buck and a quarter, right? So they're they're gonna um they are gonna penalize him and load him up with some number that's in kilos, which to me doesn't tell me anything. But um <laughs> They, they, they're they going to throw some kilos of weight onto his bike. And somebody actually said, well, if they put it over the rear tire, he's going to be faster. Right. So, but, um, <laughs> but anyway, they're going to do that. And Johnny Reyes doesn't think that's suitable. He he wants them to lose two cylinders. <laughs> he, he wants him to go back to the old, you know, Desmo, Desmo, whatever, um, rather than the, the one that they're riding now. Yeah. Um, which is the happen. which is the V four instead of the V two, right? Yeah. Johnny Yamaha, you need just you made the bad decision to go to Yamaha, and then Should he also you... and then he and the other argument he made was, which I thought was rather humorous. He goes, "I don't think it's fair for a forty thousand dollar bike to com- be competing with twenty thousand dollar bikes." He might have said it in euros, so who knows what forty thousand euros? But, but the but, sentiment was the same. The sentiment was the same. He then he started making the fact that you know because this is like. Uh, it, I mean, come on, you know, I mean, it's such a ridiculous argument because you could say the same thing for lots of types of racing, right? We would never had, we would have never had, you know, a Ferrari racing against a Ford GT back in the sixties, if that was the case, because back then a Ford GT was like a dollar 99 and, you know, a Ferrari was, you know, maybe $6,000. So uh, it, it's, it's a lame excuse, but it actually, when someone starts doing that, when they've just gotten on, a new, a new team. Yep. I think that leaves a really, really bad. He went out for some test look. rides and said, oh, crap. Why did I leave you, Kawasaki? <laughs> no, I don't think he did. I think, actually, he's probably better off on the Yamaha right now based on the fact that Yamaha's, he's I mean, not gonna he's win. given up development on that bike years he, ago. You know, I personally think that Johnny Yamaha is a better rider than Bautista. I personally do. He was. I'll agree. Was. No, I think he still is. But okay. there's no way he can catch that catch that bike. It's just not going to happen. He might get a win. Well, well, you know, I mean, you think about this, and the, and the, the you know, the re- remember that. Um, yes, Bautista had a distinct advantage in that bike because, like I said, he doesn't weigh anything. Um, but um, Rat Scatiaglu. I mean, he was competitive on that bike all season long, much more than Ray was on the Kawasaki. Yeah. So As I said that he's got he, Raskadiaglu. I guess has decided that you know, Ray will ride that bike well, but it's not going to be enough to to win. It all be, is your prediction. He doesn't win a single race next season. God, if, we really need we really need, we need no accountability no right now. I I predict that. Unless Bautista wrecks, Johnny will not win a race. Okay. 
All right. Well, I I think I think he'll win a race, but I think it's the conditions would have to be just right for him to win a race. But you're right. I mean, if Bautista lays it down, then it's anything's possible. But then he'll probably get, you know, the Brad Scottiaglia will be the only race he'll win on the BMW. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see. I don't we'll see, see him how, winning any. I don't I think I think that bike's enough better, not speed. I think the Kawasaki's faster. Maybe they'll maybe they'll remedy that in the off season. No. Maybe Yamaha will get a little bit more speed. Yamaha might, because they mm-hmm. spent the money to bring Johnny over. So they may spend a little that might have been a forty thousand it might be forty it could be a forty thousand dollar Ducati against a twenty thousand dollar Yamaha. Now it's gonna be a twenty five thousand dollar Yamaha. Oh well then it's even. <laughs> <laughs> then it's even. Yeah, I just think that uh I I think we, we can't predict too much. You want to know what? Maybe maybe we'll all be shocked and what will happen is the fastest bike on the track next year. Okay, I don't believe this, but I'll say it anyway. Um will will be the Kawasaki. <laughs> who knows? Maybe Kawasaki will make a big leap, right? Well, if they do, it's only because they're spiting Ray, and I don't see Kawasaki spending the money to do that. No, I I agree. I don't. I see don't. That. No, Kawasaki will be the same bike it was last year, competitive in, in all but likelihood, not capable of winning. In, in all like in all likelihood, I, I I would I would agree with that. I mean, I'm still because I, I, I'm surprised that Kawasaki is still running. World Superbike. I am sort of too, yeah. Um, when they stopped investing in the bike, you know, it was obvious they stopped investing in it a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Yamaha has been, the problem is, is Yamaha's always been known as a handling bike, and it's not been, it's not been the flat-out speed bike. It never was. Never was. Yeah. Even in MotoGP, it's now, always been ha- Now, like with the way Ducati has went, you have to be a great handling bike, and you have to have unbelievable acceleration. You it's very, very it's very, very hard for Yamaha to or Kawasaki to build a production bike on the lines, you know, motor motor development lines and make it, you know, commercially viable like Ducati can. Because mm-hmm. Ducati can charge more money for their bikes because they have the name. You buy a Japanese bike, they're not no one's gonna go out and buy a thirty five thousand dollar Japanese bike. It's just not I mean Well they they do a thirty five thousand dollar you know, um, sport bike. I don't think people will spend thirty five thousand. Not when they can get a Ducati for five thousand well, more. They so. do, but it's the H two, which you can't race because it's supercharged. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That, exactly. It's got to yeah. be. It's got to be a natural, naturally aspirated, yeah, four cylinder um, to run. So anyway, well, we got to get ready to wrap this up. Um, Why? Well, yes, we do. We, yes, we we do. We have to wrap it up. And this is usually where Phil says something about Bat Channel, even though he hates Batman. We'll be back uh, next week at the same time. We'll bring Phil along with his uh, with his uh, hairless monkey. His hair is yes, we'll be come back as the hairless monkey next week, and uh, and then he could tell us that everything that we thought this week was wrong. But of course, oh, as we he's always not going to listen to the show. Are you, you know, crazy? He, he probably won't, but he's got to mix it. Remember, so. But anyways, we will be back next week. So come back and join us and we will wrap up the Moto GP season of the show.